0: Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Hello, my name is Gabrielle Barnes and I'm here from the National Library Service for the Blind and Print Disabled at the Library of Congress. Today, I'm here with John Brown, who's the Head of Channel Design and Deployment at NLS. And today, we'd like to talk about the exciting plans for new digital talking book technology. Hi, John. Hello. NLS is a free accessible uh, book and magazine uh, program library service um, that's provided to people who are unable to use regular print materials. So, can you tell us a little bit about what NLS is working on for our patrons um, who use the digital talking books from NLS?
1: Sure. One of the new technologies that we are investigating for application to the talking book program is a voice user interface. Uh, A voice user interface will allow patrons to browse the NLS catalog, search for specific titles play the book, and navigate within a book, all by using voice commands. We're incorporating a voice user interface into the plans for a new digital talking book reader, which we are piloting right now, a smart speaker application, and possibly future updates to Bard Mobile.
0: Those are exciting things for um, people who are using our service. Uh, For people like me who may not know, um, is the voice user interface something like when I tell my phone to send a text or to turn off a light?
1: Uh, Yes. Um, The idea is that the user can perform every function necessary to search, browse, and read NLS talking books by speaking or simply having a conversation with a smart device. At the moment, we are testing a new talking book reader that is based on a smartphone and accepts voice commands from the user. Much of this voice user interface technology uh, that we've implemented for the smartphone will be reused in this application for reading talking books on an Amazon Alexa or a Google Assistant enabled smart speaker. We anticipate a field test for a smart speaker to occur sometime next year.
0: That's interesting. So how will these new voice-driven applications for reading talking books um, help our NLS patrons?
1: Well... Some consider a voice or conversational interface to be a superior method for interaction between people and computer systems because it provides a more human experience as opposed to typing or browsing and selecting menu items with a mouse or a finger. So our hope is that a more human experience will be beneficial to our patrons. Now, one could also make the case that being able to talk to your smart device is inherently more accessible than relying on other assistive technology like screen readers or eye trackers or breath switches. So improving accessibility of our systems would no doubt be desirable for our patrons. Uh, Lastly, one of the biggest benefits of leveraging a cloud service like Amazon Alexa or Google Assistant is that these are available on a multitude of platforms and the number is growing larger every day. So for our patrons, you can imagine that any vi- any device they own that runs Alexa can now also be used as a talking book player. We're talking about televisions, smart speakers, smartphones, even smart toasters. You will be able to read your, to- your books on a device that best suits your needs.
0: Well, I don't know if I have a smart toaster, but speaking of different devices... Um, I understand that NLS is doing a field test of a new digital talking book reader. Um, can you tell us more about the new reader?
1: Yes, the prototype book reader, which looks similar to a smartphone, and in fact, it is a smartphone, uh, only you cannot make phone calls on it, uh, but everything else about the form factor of a smartphone that everyone is, is familiar and comfortable with uh, is inside this device. It was built by Real Sam, an Australian company that provides a similar product for the UK's Royal National Institute of Blind People, RNIB. While the RNIB product can also be used for other tasks, like making phone calls, the NLS product is a single-purpose device for searching the catalog and downloading books. And while RNIB patrons pay a monthly fee for that product, the NLS product would be provided to patrons on loan at no charge, just like the current digital talking book machines. Now, in order to use the device, a patron must connect it to their home Wi-Fi network. Once connected to the Internet, the patron can speak to the device with natural language to search, browse, and read books from the NLS catalog. Speech captured from the user is sent to a cloud-based server for processing to discern the user's intent and then execute a command. The books are streamed from a cloud-based media server. So there is a reliance on the Internet for the device to function. This is different from, say, our DTBM, which doesn't need and, in fact, isn't even capable of connecting to the Internet.
0: Great. So if this new smartphone-style um, um, reader is, you know, available to our patrons, there are patrons currently who are using BARD or um, BARD Mobile on a Apple or Android phone or a tablet. How will using this new um, reader be different for them?
1: So unlike smartphones and tablets using the Bard mobile app, the book reader streams audio, permitting playback to begin immediately rather than waiting for the whole book to download. However, an option to download books for offline reading could be a future enhancement. As I said, the prototypes require Wi-Fi access, just like a smartphone patrons may use now. However, it is possible we could add SIM cards and make the reader work on a cellular network, but that is not something we're evaluating in this field test.
0: Okay, great. So um, let's get a a little sense of what you are testing in this field test. Um, Can you tell us what you hope to learn from the field test with our patrons?
1: Well, uh, the field tests for the new smartphone reader have started with eight libraries and about 150 patrons and library staff. We are evaluating the usability and the patrons' acceptance of the voice user interface, as well as satisfaction with other device-specific issues, such as the need to charge the device, the audio quality of a small speaker, in the case of a smartphone, and also the out-of-bocket out-of-box experience the first time set up. If there are deficiencies, are they showstoppers, or can we make improvements to make it a viable product?
0: Okay, great. So we've got a wide variety of people um, already testing this this new smartphone reader. So the field test, is that just a part of a bigger process?
1: Yes, it is one of the first steps in a long-term digital plan. With the new reader field tests, participating libraries are collecting feedback from patron users as the field test goes along. Patrons testing the book reader are also sharing information with each other via a listserv. Data gathered from the field test will be compiled and will help NLS determine the feasibility when it comes to applying the technology to the talking book program.
0: Great. So, John, you also mentioned that there are plans for an NLS smart speaker application. So would that smart speaker application be compatible with other commercially available smart speaker devices?
1: Absolutely. The initial plan is to create an Alexa skill and a Google Assistant action that can be used on any device that supports Alexa or the Google Assistant. As of today, this includes commercially available smart speakers like the Amazon Echo and the Google Nest Mini product lines. Furthermore, just like the book reader smartphone that we're testing, this application would allow users to open the app, select a book from their bookshelf, play and navigate a title, all by speaking to their smart speaker. Very similar to what we're doing with the book reader smartphone today.
0: Okay, great. So we won't have this uh, new speaker or voice um, application, at either of those two applications, um, tomorrow, uh, since, you know, you're just starting with these field tests. Um, we're looking at a much longer process for our patrons to look forward to um, something, you know, based on these tests uh, in the future. But so right now um, at NLS, what are you looking forward to in the near future with uh, the things that are going on in um, in, in channel design and deployment.
1: <laughs> right, so as you said, we've just begun the field test for the digital book reader, and we'll continue with development of the voice application for smart speakers. And as we collect data and feedback from the users, the applications will be revised to include new features and enhancements. Besides the reader and voice applications, NLS is also working on prototypes of a new model of the DTBM, which will have online capabilities. So by the ACB convention next year, we'll have more exciting updates on methods of delivering service to patrons with the reader, smart speaker, BARD mobile, and a new hardware device.
0: Well, that's all awesome information. And uh, we know that NLS is always on the front edge of technology and looking for new ways and exciting um, updates for our patrons to be able to use the content that we create. So John, we really appreciate you talking with us today. Um, our patrons can, and and anyone listening, can uh, go on Facebook and follow us at the National Library Service for the Blind and Print Disabled. And if you're interested in hearing more about NLS, um, you can listen in for our other presentations on our Braille e-reader pilot, on updates and benefits of using BARD, and uh, the NLS work that we're doing to enhance the accessibility of books and magazines. Uh, for our patrons. So thanks everyone for listening and